This is a JM and the AM Wednesday and a very special day. As you know, it's our annual uh, exploration of the uh, Pesach products topic. Uh, today's our opportunity to uh, take your questions, find out what is uh, concerning you on the for the upcoming holiday, Pesach 5777. We have an almost full panel in our studio, an almost full panel in our studio. We do have uh, Ronnie and Larry Birnbaum of J Drugs, who are here with us this morning. Good morning, everybody from J Drugs. Good morning. How are you? Oh, now Jay now Drugs. Jay Bookbaum sorry, is, is saying good morning on behalf of the Birnbaums. We, we have the number one, world's number one kosher wine sommelier. Uh, he is the one, the only Jay Bookbaum. Good morning, Jay. Good morning, Nachum. How nice are to you? see you. And uh, representing the OU, normally we have both Rabbi Schoenfeld and Rabbi Gersten here to my left. Uh, today, we are starting our show. Uh, Minus Rabbi Schoenfeld, Jay and I are trying to find out. We're doing our investigative reporting and trying to find out where Rabbi Schoenfeld is. No luck yet, Jay, huh? As much I'm as you're, working on it. You are searching and searching, trying I'm all searching. of your sources, yeah. and you can't find Rabbi Schoenfeld. Has has it ever happened? Have there been family events where people are like, where's Rabbi Schoenfeld? Has that happened? Yeah, or? we we always say, oh, he's, he's, you know, he's on the way. He's on the way. Yeah. <laughs> it, he's just outside. It is Rabbi Ellie Gersten, of course, who is uh, not. He's just here. Is he here? I hope so. <laughs> Rabbi Gersten is not only a rabbinic coordinator at the OU, he's also responsible to um, to note all the different sock, the halachic decisions that are made at the OU in their kashras division and uh, make sure that they uh, are available to the world. Rabbi Gersten, welcome back. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Great to have you here, and uh, we say welcome to everybody. We're also on Facebook Live. You can watch this entire encounter right now. Uh, oh, I think Rabbi Schoenfeld is actually on his way in. How do you like that? Um, I'm going to ask Rabbi Gersten and Jay to share that mic, and we'll give Rabbi Schoenfeld that red microphone. Uh, Rabbi Schoenfeld, we're going to give him a second to settle in because apparently he is, in fact, ready to walk into our— Oh, here he is, in fact. Rabbi Schoenfeld, please take that seat to my left. Uh, I, I feared for a moment that the anchor of the program would not be here to help me out and to join with me here at JM and the AM, but thank God that's not the case. We'll give you a moment to settle in. You know, take off your coat. We're on Facebook Live, by the way. People are watching this entire thing. As I'm not kidding. Well, well, you look pretty good, actually. I don't think you should worry about that at all. You look very good. Say hello to everybody else. All right, Gersten is here. Jay Booksbaum, who you know, is here. Uh, the Burnbaums, Larry, Larry and Ronnie, who are going to be peppered with questions because so much of what we saw overnight has to do with pharmaceuticals and medications. So we're going to be peppering them with questions this morning. Uh, they are all here today um, as part of our panel. Uh, is, there look, a, is there a lucky question about pepper? No, not that I've come up with. Peppered yet. would question. Yes, I heard that. To, I, I got that, Jay. I'm just sitting in the cab to yeah. See if, uh, see if anybody was here. No, we can't. You're playing all this. I've run three to something. Let's, you're filling. You're filling it up. Uh, it, I got here. Is this is this now a complaint about the program format? You should He's be, always complaining. You should be happy we actually waited for you here. Bring that up to you. I'm there you go. Complaining you're not in Jersey City. No, don't complain about that. Trust me. Nice place you got. Well, I thank you for that. Fine. I knew I'd get a compliment from my show at some point. Nice to welcome you back. Yes. Good to be back. Move that microphone close to you so everybody can hear you. Uh-huh. Okay. And the happy Pesach 5777 to you. I would thank assume you. your preparations have gone smoothly so far. Mine, very smoothly. Very smoothly. Very it, easy for me. It's now. It's now the Wednesday before Pesach that things really start to kick in. Where, the, where that pre-Pesach pressure starts to uh, envelop the community. You're feeling that? Yeah, all the shallows about uh, 
fish food for Pesach. Yep. Those are the ones you're getting, That's huh? It. Everyone's worried about feeding. No one's concerned about feeding their family. They're concerned about feeding the fish. I guess that would be the problem. Anyway, we uh, we have a we have a variety of methods you could use to ask your questions today. Uh, prominent among them, now that it's 2017, is our email address, nachum at nachumsegel.com. Also, we are on Facebook Live. If you want to comment on Facebook Live with your question, we'll check out those as well. Also, we have an app, the NSN app for Android and iPhone. We are going to be taking your questions via that method as well. Have that open in front of me. Um, so you can go to the app and uh, you can comment on the um, on anything that we're saying and, of course, ask whatever question you have. And we do have a phone number. Even though it's 2017, we decided, you know what, we will still include a conventional phone number just in case anybody really wants to pick up a phone and make a phone call. Uh, oh, there you have a phone number, Sean. I don't know if we'd call it 2017, but you do have a telephone. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, and that number is 212-529-4620. That's 212-529-4620 in our New York City studios. And you could use that phone number and uh, get through to us with your question live on the air. The OU Passover guide is out. I call it a magazine at this point for Pesach, holding it up for those of you on Facebook Live to see it. By the way, if you want to see the Facebook Live video, you go to Facebook and then you click on Nahum Siegel Network, and that's where the video is is available. And this uh, OU guide to Pesach includes a lot. Over 100 pages are by Schoenfeld. Kudos to the editors, my gosh. So far, I found, I found only one suggestion. Every year I have a suggestion for the OU guide. There's always at least one suggestion yeah. I come up with right. about changes Usually. about changes they can make for the better. Because they're always looking to improve, right? Absolutely. Of course. Look, look, look how much you have improved. And look how much they've improved with my recommendations. That's exactly right. By the way, did you notice that one of my, main, that one of my most famous recommendations has again been implemented? That the Sphera the reminder Sphera. be on the same page, front and back, make yes. it much easier for everybody. That's correct. I take great pride in that, that every year that happens in the magazine. But I, I've thought of a different one. I'm looking at the page in the uh, in the OU Pesach magazine, which discusses the latest time that one can eat chametz on Monday, because Monday night is a Seder, you know, and the latest time one can uh, burn chametz on Monday. And I have a recommendation. They have a lot of cities there in North America, the U.S. and Canada, I think there should be a Jerusalem in there. I think you should go back to the editors of the OU Guide to Passover and say, guys, you did a remarkable job this year. But Nahum Siegel brilliantly came up with one recommendation that you should implement, and that is that with all the cities that you're listing, for the United States and Canada, toss in Jerusalem. Just, oh, we, just... Have, we have Lakewood. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, Rabbi? <laughs> So that is my recommendation. That's good. You're right. Well, That's right. pretty funny, actually. That was actually that was good. Yes. That was good. We knew, we knew Jay, Mr. Williamsburg, would appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> the Williamsburg of today. That would be Lakewood, That's right? That's exactly right. All right, let's get to some of our questions. Again, the phone number, 212-529-4620. A lot of emails overnight. A lot of people who want to ask questions via the app and Facebook Live. Whatever questions you have about Pesach, we will take. So we, we start with some of our favorites, the Kirkland Costo, Costco items. Uh, we'll begin with the bag of frozen strawberry. We've got to move that mic to Rabbi Gerson for a moment. The bag of, no, the microphone. The bag of frozen strawberries. What do we say, Rabbis? Yeah, frozen strawberries are fine. Just make sure there's no other ingredients. Whew. There's something we can eat for Pesach, thank God. Worse comes to worse. We know we have the bag of frozen strawberries to indulge in. You may have been worried, Rabbi. What are we going to be eating on Tuesday? Is there going to be a meal during the day at all? Is there going to be anything we can serve? Thank God we've got strawberries. How about this one, Rabbi Gersten? Maple syrup. Is there a kosher Pesach maple syrup? That's a good 
Oh, you see? Our listeners are as sharp as ever. I, I just, I, I just, as Rabbi Gerstin's looking through, yes. Your yes, maple Rabbi. syrup in and of itself is kosher of Pesach. The questions you're going to have with maple syrup if it's adulterated with corn syrup, which happens often enough. And that would be kidneys. Yeah. Correct. And that might be a problem. While you're looking, let's see what this listener has to say. Good morning. You're live on the air. Do you have a question? Yes, good morning. Trader Joe Coffee. It has a Vada Rabbana of Massachusetts. Heksher. It doesn't say anything about Pesach. Oh, boy. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, tell, I'll say that the, the OU's position with coffee now in the last few years has been, it, you, it, obviously it has to have a reliable Heksher, uh, the OUP, Folgers, and uh, Taste's Choice is acceptable without that. But short of that, you do have to have a hashkach uh, of a Pesach because, and especially like an off-brand like Trader's Joe, Trader Joe's, uh, there could be uh, additives that they put in there, certain fillers uh, that also are an issue of kidneys. Uh, so with Trader Joe's, I would, I would, I would not use it without a uh, proper hashkach. Rabbi well, Gerson. Yeah, no, I would just say that that's correct. By the instant, by the instant, we're concerned that there are um, different additives that they put in. But if it's just plain um, roasted. Um, coffee that hasn't been, uh, you know, just it says 100% plain roasted coffee. It's fine. There's nothing, there's no problem with it. All right. There you go. Uh, we're live on Facebook. You could watch it on the uh, Nahum Siegel Network on Facebook Live. And uh, do we have an answer on the maple syrup or we're going with the, uh, with Rabbi Schoenfeld's recommendation that there's a good chance that there's kidneys and that has to be explored, right? Gersten yeah, is, no, I is mean, busily should, going I'm through. I'm trying to the, see if there's any in the list over here, but uh, uh, Schoenfeld is correct that it should say on it. Uh, it should say Kosh Pesach on it. All right. Two one two five two nine four six twenty. You're on the air with the oh with our entire panel. If you want to call two one two five two nine four six twenty, a big container of coconut oil that has a K of the London based in. What's the OU's position when it comes to other hashkachas and things like that? Or you don't comment on we that? We don't comment on other hashkachas. But wait a second. Is this, does this have a London Bezin kosher for Pesach designation? It just has a K. A big container uh, of coconut, coconut oil. Coconut oil has to have a... Uh, has to have a, a coconut oil, obviously, itself is not chametz. Right. But you have all the other additive concerns and the, and the uh, common line concerns. So it has to have a proper hashkach. And what about the big container of minced garlic? What would you say to the listener on that one? Definitely needs hashgacha because you have a lot of these de decaking agents that could be put in there. That could be uh, kidneys at the least and sometimes even a fashash hamitz. We're on Facebook Live with our entire panel and already we have comments. This would move that microphone over to Jay Booksbaum for a moment because listener Shmuel immediately jumps in. Good morning. I want a good wine for the four cups. That costs between 30 and $60. What does Jay Booksbab say to listener Shmuel? You know, I'm going to get into trouble no you matter what I are. say because, you know, we have uh, over 400 uh, different wines. How many in that price range would you say of the 400 would be in between 30 and 60 bucks? So, so if you want to be consistent and also if you're going to have a wide variety of people, meaning maybe some non-observant, uh, maybe even some non-Jewish, uh, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, uh, I would go with a Mavushal wine, and, and some and a good variety of them come from the Herzog Reserves. You have some great Chardonnays, some great Cabernets, and they're all between about 30 and 60 bucks. That's their retail value, Jay. Yeah, all the Herzog Reserves. And a lot of them are less expensive this time of year. That's right. Have you noticed that sometimes Pesach products go up in price, but very often when you buy... Uh, at these uh, kosher wine and liquor stores, they will drop the price and the case price 
would be much lower. Isn't that an interesting anomaly? Uh, actually, it's it's wonderful because you know everybody yells and screams about the meat and about the this and about the that, and we actually are on the flip side of that. You know, our wines seem yeah. to be on more aggressive pricing during this uh, wonderful. Trust holiday. me, I'm one of those who's always yelling and screaming. Hi, you're live on the air. Good morning. Hi, good morning. So um, I use a product by a company called Doterra, D-O-T-E-R-R-A. They are oil supplements, and I like the peppermint, and there's something called lemon. There's all kinds of oil, so you put it in the water, and it's just refreshing. It gives strength, and I want to know, could I use it over Pesach? Anybody in our panel have a reaction to that one? If it's a, if it's a refined oil... Um, you know, there could be issues with kidneys, obviously, um, the equipment that it's made on. So I would go with that it should be, you know, shouldn't be used on Pesach. All righty. That's the recommendation. Hi, you're live on the air. Good morning. Oh, morning. I don't know why that keeps happening. I'm trying to find out from Jay's drugs if Tums are good for Pesach. All right. I'm sorry that that, I don't know why that dial tone, maybe it's something that's happening inside that on line two, that dial tone keeps uh, accompanying our caller. The question was about Tums. What do we know, Jay drugs about Tums this year? Uh, Jay, uh, Tums are okay. There shouldn't no problem with it. By the way, the question about maple syrup is right. an interesting one because that actually has uh, people are using it instead of sugar stuff like that, like honey. It has certain nutritional value, so we can see you know more you know usage of the maple syrup. So that's actually uh, an interesting question. Okay, and if you got something interesting about me, I have something interesting about Tums. I just came across this yesterday. A guy tells me, Rabbi, I heard Tums of dairy. I said, what? Anyway, I went on to I went on to the Tums uh, uh, website, and indeed, the uh, they tell you that if you are allergic to dairy, their all berry or some fruit berry flavors have a component of dairy in them. I'm not telling you the halacha; it's milchiks. You can't have it after flashiks. But if you go to the Tums website, they say and they have a whole fax FAQUS, you know, and they tell you yes, we're kosher under the Diamond Case, right. and and then they tell you yes, a lot of our, our products are dairy. And it wasn't one of these situations where it's made on dairy equipment or that they say it's dairy oh, because it of a contains dairy that so it literally you, it's yeah. not like a um, what's the one I'm thinking of like Oreo where we know it doesn't have dairy but it has an OUD. No, no, it contains dairy ingredients. You go on the uh, that's it. that's the chewy one. That's the, uh, the chewable tablets. Berry or something. Yeah, yeah, there's the, an all berry one. There's, yeah. there's, I don't know if it's all berry, but the one that's chewy, there's one that you could chew like um, oh, as a gummy, to as being a gummy hard. Right, right, versus the hard one. Uh-huh. I think that's what they're referring to. Yeah, I don't think the, the average little green one or is, is, no, is dairy, but yeah. there is a line that they make that is. Uh, here. Now you know that this, is, that this is that this is going this is going to cause quite a stir in the community this, this, uh, because if there's one item that seems to be across the board in the Jewish world, it's tubs. <laughs> That's true. Well, this does say parv on it. It's got the little diamond K that does say parv. Mm. So this is the tropical fruit. Yeah, the, the one of question is the chewy one. That's uh, it's like a gummy type thing uh, that that has gotten very popular in vitamins and. You know, uh, there's a whole line of kosher vitamins. They're all chewies and gummies and stuff like that, um, which are good, and the children like it. And If anybody asks you years from now uh, when the uh, Tumsgate controversy began, it began between Larry Birnbaum and Rabbi Schoenfeld right here at JM in the AM. Note that it happened pre-Pesach 2017 because you know that this is going to cause a stir somewhere in the Jewish world. All right, uh, how do you kosher brand new uh, – well, do you have to kosher brand new stove tops that are made of glass? Oh, brand now new? we're going to get a little difference of opinion over here between myself and my colleague, Rabbi uh, Gersten. One of you will say it. Brand new, then there's no... Oh, brand new? Yeah, it new. says brand new. 
Don't do anything, right? Yeah, use it. That's the reason you're buying it brand new now, right? <laughs> okay, no controversy. <laughs> no controversy <laughs> at all, that's for sure. Um, somebody on the uh, on Facebook Live asks, and this is for J-Drugs, of course, uh, prenatal vitamins, they mention an acid called F-A-L-I-C. Is there such a thing? Or F-O-L-I-C. Folic acid, yeah. So what do you say about those for Pesach? Um, what do we say? Well, it's kidney uh, If the doctor insists that you take it, then you could use it. Would it's, it wouldn't. Uh, right. it, it would not be a problem if the if the doctor uh, you know insists. The folic acid is very important for a uh, child's uh, prenatal growth and brain, you know, etc. And so, neural tube defects. So they use folic acid for that. So um, it's important to take and. Um, Rabbi Scholfen Sonning said, yes, yes, take sir. it, take yeah. it, I take was, it, healthy Eden. I was this close to Larry and Ronnie uh, giving me a hetter to take my herbal kidney stuff on Pesach. Close, but no. And I am uh, really, I'll be honest with you, I am really drifting toward that, that, you know, it's so necessary for me that I can't be without them for a week. What does it do for you? Oh, it, it does a variety of things. It helps with uh, it helps with the digestive system, helps with stomach, it uh, helps, helps with digestive system, helps with voice. Um... You know, it soothes the throat. Mm-hmm. I don't. Well, it, it, that's. Uh, I don't think I could deal without it. Do you perform over Pesach? I mean, are you really? Do I you, might uh, daven for the host. I may daven for the omelet somewhere. Uh huh. Rabbi, you're actually taking this seriously. <laughs> I, th- I thought that this was just the start of a good routine. <laughs> 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 well, do I have a head there or not? Or we'll discuss it off the air. We'll discuss it off the air. <laughs> there you go. You're not uh, going away to a hotel for Pesach, are you? Oh, of course not. Who would go to a hotel for Pesach? Have I ever done that in the past? No, never. <laughs> not that you know of. <laughs> uh, um, let's talk about the uh, Metropolol Tartarate. You familiar with that one? Yes. Can no, someone take it on Pesach? No problems. Someone asks the rabbis, man, do we have a lot of these. Someone asks the rabbis, must you put Drano in your sink when you're casturing the sink for Pesach? Yes or no? No. You do not have to, but you don't have to. What is Drano called? It's a what? It's a um, what is it? It's a cleanser. What do you call it? It uh, unclogs the drain. Oh, it's an unclogger. Why would you have to do that? To unclog the drain. I, th- I thought. <laughs> I thought. <laughs> yeah. There might be chametz so, hiding down there. So the answer is, if your drain is clogged, you should use Drano before Pesach. Not for kashrut purposes. If, if it's not clogged, there's no need to do it. Someone asked about. Uh, do you ever hear of this one? Omeprazole. For acid reflux? Yes, omeprazole. Prolosec. What's that, with that one? That's a generic Prolosec. And? And it's fine. No problem? No problem. They could use it after the Seder. Uh, when they're trying yeah. to digest those four cups. <laughs> if, if they need it, that's when they should take it. When they're trying to digest Jay's recommendation for the $30 bottle of wine. Good morning, says listener Yitzchak. I believe on page 63 of the OU Guide, where it lists coffees, it says Starbucks via packets unflavored are good for Pesach with an OUP. Is the Italian dark roast pike and Colombian considered unflavored? My same question is for the listed K-cups. As long as it is like a stronger coffee, like chock full of nuts, West End dark roast, as opposed to a lighter type. What do you say? Well, if you go to the OU uh, website uh, at OUKosher.org, you can check out over there. They have the list of all the Starbucks or any... Uh, coffee that's uh, that's approved for Pesach. Um, there's a, an ingredient product list, and you could put in the name that specific name, and it'll tell you whether it's it's on the approved list. All right. Pesach products program uh, email nachomandnachomsegel.com on Facebook Live. People are commenting. Go to Nachom Network and watch what's happening on our studio on Facebook Live. You can comment and ask your question 
And, uh, of course, you could use our very own Nahum Single Network app as well. There's also a phone number, 212-529-4620. I don't know why we're having trouble with that. I think we should just directly answer the phones in here, uh, Yoni, and I think that'll alleviate the whole problem with the uh, with the uh, dial tone. 212-529-4620, 212 it's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at NahumSiegel.com, on the NahumSiegel Network, and of course on our beloved NSN app. On the uh, on the Facebook Live, listener Miriam says, vitamin water. Are you allowed to use vitamin water on Pesach? I know you doesn't, um, didn't specifically look into that product, the vitamin water Um you know, it has kidneys in it, obviously. Those that do need to drink that type of a, of a product, the, the OU, um, the one that the OU is recommending is the Powerade. Um, for those that need uh, the, those extra, you know, the uh, electrolytes and things like that that are in there, those are only, it, it's been looked into. It's, it is kidneys. It's only meant for those that are, um, you know, that have a doctor, you know, tells them they need to take these type of things. Um, but the other ones, the like the vitamin water, uh, we have not looked into. You realize that just a few decades from now, the whole Jewish world is going to be eating kidneys on Pesach. You realize that, right? That's a campaign of yours, right? Campaign? Are you kidding? I'm the leader of the campaign. Why don't we make the whole world not eat kidneys? (laughs) Oh, that's what we should do? Yeah. The way it was in Poland. Because because the way it was in Poland is in fact the essence of our tradition. It is that it is that symbolism. It is that excuse me. It's that activity of the late 1800s, early 1900s Poland, which dictates the way our religion works. It has nothing to do with what happened hundreds or thousands of years earlier than that, right? I, I would agree. <laughs> you would agree Listen, with you're that. Talking, you're talking you to a guy that. that does not eat gabrucks because <laughs> in Poland in the in the 18th century they decided not to eat, eat gabrucks. Right. All right. Um, uh, phone number two one two five two nine four six twenty. You're on the air. Good morning. Hello? You're on the air. Go right ahead. Oh, good morning. Uh, the Bromley Teas. In the book, they say so- something is Bromley Estates, and there's also naturally caffeinated. Is that tea uh, for Pesach? In terms of the decaffeinated, I think the only one that's in the book is the Lipton. Yes, but that d- doesn't have OUP on the box. Doesn't have to have. Doesn't have to have. Also, there's something called Goldbaum's Almond Flour. It just has an OU. Is that good for Pesach? Almond Flour? Yes. Uh, it, it, uh, what is uh, almond flour? It's made from okay. almonds. They make a flour. I understand what the product is. I've never seen it. It's, it's yeah, probably it's just all, ground almonds. Look at all the kosher stores they have. All the Jewish stores have it for Pesach. It's a, a substitute. Pay people. Bake Why would we learn through this program? Yeah, well, uh, it, it, if it's uh, Rabbi Gerstein. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we write here in the book that the the whole pieces and the nut meal. No, it's not a nut meal. It's, yeah, it's ground. It looks like mamasha flour. flour. Yeah, I'm not sure. We'd have to look into that whether that's acceptable. I, I, I would recommend you can call you can call into the OU hotline. Right. Shot. Um, I give out the number. It's, yes, please. Okay, it's 212-613-8241. Right. And they'll be able to answer your question over oh, there. So we, you know, the co- this year, the status, I don't know, I called them up. They, they didn't give me a straight answer. Coca-Cola, they used to make Sprite and caffeine-free soda for Yontif. Only in Israel. Only in Israel. They make it in Israel. You can buy it here, but it's produced. No, I, I, don't I know. In you Israel, can buy it in Israel, 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 right. Like but, double uh, the price. Yeah, exactly. Is there a reason why they stopped making it here in America? Just a corporate decision that yeah. they made. So, so people should call them up and uh, exactly. complain? So what is it here? Just Coke and Diet Coke? Coke and Diet Coke, yes. Right, That's right. it. Yeah. That's okay, it. And Coke, uh, Coke Zero. Not much of a choice. If I, I need, need if I need root beer on Pesach, forget it. 
There's Not a different company that makes root beer. Though. Oh, really? Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. Trust me. Thanks for the call. 212-529-4620. Again, a problem with that phone line. I don't know what's going on with that specific line, but it's driving me crazy on this era of Pesach. Uh, JM in the AM with our full panel here. OU phone number is 212-613-8241. 212-613-8241. Gluten-free... Um, I'm not sure what that question is. Costco or Sam's Club frozen fish, yes or no? The frozen fish are fine, just you should rinse them off because uh, sometimes the, they pack them with a certain type of a glaze, which is usually not even a problem at all, but just in case, you should just rinse it off. What do you do about a door and a self-cleaning oven? Really, it's not a problem. It gets kosher together with the rest of the oven. Some people get nervous about the door, and they cover it with aluminum foil. You know, that's the person's own choice, what they want to do. Now, here's a new one. This is really a 2017 innovation. Someone sends a photo to to us and says, can we show this to the rabbis and find out if you're allowed to use this on Pesach? It's something called BioFreeze. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, yeah that, it shouldn't be a problem. BioFreeze is not a problem. That's good. Yeah, ask the yeah, rabbis yeah, yeah. and the pharmacists to answer. <laughs> yeah. But isn't yeah. that cool that someone sends a picture now? Oh, we get this all the time. Next you know, time people send a picture people by carbonate actually, of soda. We'll answer. <laughs> people send pictures of their their bottles to the pharmacy. You know, instead of calling in with a number or something, they just uh, email it or send a picture of the. Uh, it's uh, the communications is uh, crazy now. You know. Uh, online apps and this and that and there's so many ways to uh to contact us and uh you know for, Unbelievable. for new stuff it's we, we have 20 avenues open over here um uh, f- phone number 212-529-4620 you're on the air hi hello yes go right ahead okay question medication that you take heart medication which they allow you do you have to uh, check on the bonding material binding material of the pill or being that it's a heart medication it's okay it's okay. Shouldn't be a problem. You don't have to look into which company manufactured it, Rabbi. No, 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 not at all. Uh, and I, I'm assuming Rabbi Gerson will agree with me on this. Absolutely. Yeah, you got to agree issue. on something. I tell people if you have a heart issue, and the doctor prescribes chametz, you just have to go with it. What do you, you know, it's, it's bekuach nefesh. I mean, I assume it's a it's a chronic heart situation. You wouldn't be on this medication, but. Um, Anyway, certainly something like this is... Yeah, I would also add that, and just in general, the policy of the OU with pills is that all pills are fine. So we're right. never concerned about the binding agents in the pills. They're always right. considered to be inedible. So. Just don't run around. Just don't tell your grandchildren. You don't want them running around the shul telling everybody your, that their grandfather ate hummus this morning, you know what I'm saying? Right. That would be a good idea. Yeah, it would be, right. Keep, keep it under wraps. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we, we had a, there was a fellow in our, in our shul. He, yeah. checked, he was, well, he was president. He was a Greek Jew. And his name was... You must know him, uh, Hamitz. Hamitz, no, no, Mark no, no. Hamitz, you know. Um, anyway, they're, they're, they're well-known people in our shul. Uh, anyway, his, his, name, he got the name because one, his grandfather uh, was walking one time in Greece, Salonika, whatever, and they, uh, a piece of bread fell out of his pocket on, on, on Pesach. Hamitz, Hamitz, Hamitz. <laughs> and that's how the name Hamitz stuck. And you're not even joking. This is true. No, it's absolutely true. Wow. Our shul bears the name uh of Pearl and Ike Hamitz. They they were really part and parcel of our shul. That's how they got the name. Good name to have, 51 weeks out of the year. Yeah. Uh, listener Sheila asks, does Golden Taste Marinated Eggplant Koshula Pesach contain kidneys? The package says it contains soy, but the Hashkacha just says kosher for Passover does not say anything about kidneys. Would it contain kidneys if it didn't warn you about it? 
Or do you even have the hashgacha of it? I mean, if it says it contains soy, soy is kidneys. So. Yeah. So that would tell us that there are certain certifying agencies, which makes sense. There are Sephardic communities, etc. Okay, that's true. Yeah. Right. That would have that would say something's kosher to Pesach. In Israel, of course, they they designated it la ochle kidneyot. Right. They would actually say it on the package that it's for those who eat uh, kidneyot. Uh, back to our friends at J Drugs Tam Tamsulosin capsule. Not a problem. Sandoz, S-A-N-D-O-Z. Yeah, Sandoz is fine. Ditiazem capsule. Diltiazem, yes. Not a problem. We asked about Metropolol before. Right. Is there something called Carico? That's the name of the company, Carico. For Metropolol? Yeah. Whew. Okay, we got through those. Um, <laughs> what else do we have here? Um, listener Judy wants to know, can I use Refresh Classic Lubricant Eye Drops? Yes, not a problem. Gold Bond Medicated Original Strength Body Lotion. Uh, should not be a problem. Gold Bond is all right. I mean, have we pointed out in the past that all this stuff can all be used stuff. on Facebook? And, and the OU in the back of the magazine tells you all these lotions. I really do not need I mean, I don't want to start getting my, t my whole paper towel routine, but, you know. <laughs> basically, you don't have to worry about this stuff, right? Paper towel, paper plates, red red potatoes. Red herrings. Hi, you're on the air with, uh, with our full panel. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I have a question for the rabbis yes. and for Mr. Booksberg. But that would be um, Booksbaum. Oh, Please. I'm sorry. I'm when you're sorry when not. you're the world's number one co number one kosher wine sommelier, he insists that his name be pronounced properly. Thank you very much. I'm so no sorry, I not don't, don't really know him. That's no, fine. Um, for the rabbis, there, there's a, a candy I came across recently. It has some Hasidish hashgacha. It's called Choosy Choose. I'm not sure. It doesn't say Kosel Pesach. I'm not sure if the rabbis are familiar with it. Um, and if it's I, kosher, I know about and for Mr. Um, the wine guy, can you <laughs> recommend? A good, um, like the best sparkling grape juice, because I'm not a big wine guy, but I'd like to use something special for the Seder. Oh, a, a non-wine something special. What direction would you go there in, There are Jay? two grape juices. Uh, uh, if you want the red, it's the Concord sparkling grape juice from Kedem. And there's also now a light sparkling grape juice, which has which is lower in sugar. It's still uh, it's lower in sugar, so it's uh, lower in, um, it's you know, for those people who want to, Limit their sugar intake. Well, do they still make the catawba and the peach? Yes. Oh, they make those they as make well. Make the catawba and peach. So the varieties of the of right. the regular, but the one you mentioned is actually red, which people might prefer Correct. for the seder, Correct. As opposed to the others. Anything about that candy that you choosey choose? It's it's as an old. It goes back to that was produced in the 1950s. Actually, it's you can, and it, it's the dentists tell you stay far away from it. It can, <laughs> it can cause you problems almost instantly. Some dentists would say get yeah. as close to it as possible. So <laughs> depends on the type of dentist. Depends <laughs> if they stuff to pay tuition. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, you're recommending it not? No, 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 no. You're no, not recommending no, it. No. While we're on the no. subject, you mentioned grape juice. One of the big questions, of course, is people who are you know afraid of high alcohol. Uh, they know what it's going to do to them. Or if medically they're going to have a problem if it's right. high alcohol or high sugar. Right. So toss out some of the recommendations that you give us in terms so of So there's, there's, uh, there's a whole bunch of uh, wines under the Kedem, uh, the Kedem designation, including cream Malaga, crude uh, cream Concord, um, Concord Cal. All these are between three, as much as little as three and a half percent to as as much as nine percent, which is still below the twelve and a half percent. Also, you know, just like I make a disclaimer about ask your rabbi when you know when I tell you things that seem rabbinic, you know, just don't take my word for it. You also have to ask your doctor in terms of those too, because. Uh, there are doctors that I've heard tell you that 
alcohol is not as bad as sugar, even though really sugar is convert, simply converted alcohol. So you should ask your doctor on those issues. Um, so those are some of the recommendations. And because uh, we're so thankful to uh, how involved we are with your incredible company and companies, is there anything for this Pesach that you want to bring to the public's attention? Any special, I don't know, special bottle or something that's been hitting the market over the last couple of months that's made a splash out there? Is there something that you'd like to designate that people should try out for Pesach 5777? I, I think that uh, there's such a great variety of, of wines from all over the world. I, I always recommend you should include at least one wine from Eretz Yisrael because we are cheres and we're trying to get back there and so on and so forth. So it's a good, you know, it's a good zecher kind of. And there's plenty from Israel. Again, ask your local rabbi. But, but there's you know, plenty from Israel. The and there's rabbi, plenty I think, from I think Israel. even the rabbis would agree with and that. And also, I would also suggest, and I've been asked this many, many times over the last couple of weeks, what are you going to have? What are you going to have? And I, I suggest that you start with something a little bit lighter because it's on an empty stomach. And uh, again, ask your rabbi, but I'm going to start with a rosé. So it still has that tinge of of, um, of redness to it. So it's considered a red wine. Also, I also understand that if you like white wine better right. than red wine, then that's probably the wine you should have. And again, I defer to the local rabbinate on that. Some people like wine better but still want to do the red thing, drop in a few drops of red wine to make it look a little red. So. Those are some of my recommendations. One of our listeners says, good morning to Jay. He recently spoke of a fruity psagot wine, reasonably priced, containing watermelon and cherry. I assume that means flavors and smells. Yeah. What is the name? Our local store is not familiar with it. Psagot Rosé. Simple as that. Simple as that. Psagot Rosé. Our app is absolutely exploding with questions, most of them about medications. Let's try to get to some of these. Uh, someone asked if someone's diabetic and takes flaxseed oil in a pill, is there a Kushla Pesach one? Uh, and is there one that um, that's reasonably priced? Is it a problem in general with the flaxseed? Uh, or flaxseed or? at most is going to be kidneys. Right. It's almost someone diabetic. Oh, and you mentioned Larry that there's actually now certain vitamins that are being made completely non kidney. Right. Uh, Frida came out with uh, you know recently that um, uh, a good uh, majority or a nice selection of their vitamins, uh, vitamin D, uh, B12s, the B uh, complex uh, have no kidneys in it. So um, they came out with those products, and um, uh, Adwe came out with a bunch of things that, uh, that they use for constipation, etc., kosher pesach. Without kidneys. Without kidneys or anything. So, um, so what do we say about the is getting better. I mean, again, one of those things where it happens to have kidneys, but you yeah, need it. For diabetic. You go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, since you are a resident expert when it comes to feeding animals on Pesach, Rabbi Schoenfeld, uh, this is something you mentioned at the very beginning of our segment. What is the... What, <laughs> He actually has a pet food list. If you're watching on Facebook Live, that's what Rabbi Schoenfeld was just holding up. The question here is, what's the best food to give a rabbit? We bought alfalfa pellets, but he doesn't seem to be eating them. Besides carrot peels and alfalfa hay, is there anything we can give our rabbit? Rabbi Schoenfeld, before I turn to Jay to give the rabbit some alcoholic beverages, what do you recommend? Put it to sleep. <laughs> exactly. What do well, you recommend? Well, my, my son's rabbit enjoys uh, cauliflower, broccoli, pepper, uh, nice. He could he could go with all the vegetables, loves it, eats it. He eats like a rabbit. He eats like a rabbit. Uh, he, he loves <laughs> it all. Rabbi Schoenfeld, you can't I, top Larry's he, list. No, I can't. Well, you got carrots, broccoli, apples, melon, kale, parsley, oranges, celery, dry corn, sunflower seeds, and cabbage. That's it, all healthy stuff, huh? Oh, yeah. What a boring also life that rabbit has. Matzah. Ooh, what? There are rabbits who will eat matzah? 
but it has to be it has to be shmura. I would assume. I, would I wouldn't want to <laughs> constipate that <laughs> rabbit though. You know, <laughs> not just that. I'm told it has to be made erev Pesach. That's what I was told. That no rabbits go for any old matzah. They want the really good expensive stuff. <laughs> anyway, and make sure it's not sabrachin. You know, uh, <laughs> that's right. What do they do about that? Um, can you can you uh, uh, can you use vegetables that were in in the refrigerator while chametz was still around? Rabbi Gerson, let's give the mic to Rabbi Gerson. He, he, no, no problem. Go ahead. Well, you know, it, really, it's not a problem. Uh, the fact that chametz is in, you know, the chametz is in the store in the shop in the supermarkets when you buy it. Also, but can we um, give Rabbi Schoenfeld's but, traditional answer to this but, question? But, but of course, it's Pesach. After oh, all. Exactly. But it's you know, Pesach. I think the more traditional thing to do is just buy everything new. So, yeah. but if it seriously is a problem, no, and this I'm being serious for a moment. It, problem with p- someone who can't afford certain things right, to exactly. make that so what, what I would recommend the person should do is they should rinse it all off right. but it's really not a problem I make up remover any problem uh, usually they have acetone in it not alcohol so it should not be a problem toothpaste and medications is there a list in the magazine this with this year our, our, our I don't think uh, the o, the OU does but you know rabbi um, Blumenkrantz and the best color well, they have the big list of all the things the color one from the color right okay and, uh, <laughs> that uh, he recommends most toothpaste however he does not include crest it, it, for a couple of years now he's not he's been on and off with crest he's, right. the, oh and the other brands Colgate, will be fine uh, Tom's right uh, yeah well, the Colgate Ipana. And um, and also Adwe has no. A, I've never heard of it. Yeah, I've never heard. <laughs> no, of it. I've never heard of it. What is it from the 1940s? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you found it in the back of a closet <laughs> in your house somewhere. <laughs> advertised on my flip phone. <laughs> yeah, in, in the in the OU guide, they list the the Toms of Maine. The Toms of Maine has an OU on it, you know, uh, the and whole care peppermint and the whole care spearmint. I'm Toms of Maine. All right. So there are there are there are there options. are and if you, uh, if you want to brush your teeth, there are options. For right, and Adwe has a f- uh, you know like four or five different flavors of toothpaste that actually uh, over the years have uh, increased the quality and they actually taste good. So you know years ago is when you had the Pesach toothpaste that was uh, eh, you know now you could get Adwe and uh, actually people buy it all year round. That was Larry's review. Eh, I had I had a much much harsher review on that one. <laughs> Sort of add a CH to the end. <laughs> That's, that was my review. Well, I use Colgate, so. <laughs> uh, Jay Booksbaum, a, a listener writes on the app, and I, I, I don't know, I don't even know if you can give an opinion on this because it's a strip, but, but I thought it's a good opportunity to mention these wines because I think some of them are key for the Seder. Which wine is better to use, Concord Cal or Matukal or Malvasia? So I assume they mean in terms of alcohol content, et cetera. So Concord Cal is the lightest in alcohol. Yeah, I mean, Concord Cal. And Malvasia is also about uh, five and a half percent. It's the same as the Moscato. But isn't Concordia like three or three and a half? Yeah. Wow. That's why Concordia is And Matukal is. Matukal is also pretty light, but Matukal. But not three and a half. Yeah, no. But but what I think they're driving at, and, and you have to listen to the question Ooh. in terms of the Seder, Matukal, uh, especially in the one point five liter, is not Mavushal. Okay. So maybe that's what they're referring to in terms of there's a hidur. If, if I may defer, there is a hidder to to the rabbis, if, and you know, shake your head if I'm saying the right thing, or say no, Jay, stop, you know. But no, there is some people who feel that it's important to have a non mavushal wine at the seder, oh, right. and the matukal is available. And I'm sorry, the uh, yeah is ready is available in a 1.5 liter, which is not mavushal. How do I forget that year to year, Rabbi Schoenfeld? 
You'd think I'd remember that after all these years about the Mavushal at the, the non-Mavushal at the Seder. Non-Mavushal at the Seder. What would I do without the, Jay? Like you always say, what would we do I, without Jay? I don't know Jay? what I do without Jay. <laughs> Actually, I do know, but maybe you'd get an a- answer to your text once in a while, huh? <laughs> we'll take that up privately. But but on the on the um, people who have guests and they don't meet the criteria of, of who is allowed to touch that wine, right? You gotta be very careful if it's not if it's not the bushel, right? And, and that's the tendency. Well, you to know, have all kind of guests. On, well, uh, you know, Jay, he's a risk taker. You know, he's uh, yeah. he's not one of these people to you know throw up a million safeguards. He's jumping right into the whole situation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anyway. Um, um, if you're watching on Facebook Live, you're looking at our panel. Rabbi Schoenfeld, Rabbi Gersten, Jay Buxbaum, Larry Birnbaum, and Ronnie Birnbaum, all to ask, answer your questions about the upcoming holiday of Pesach. On the app, can you please explain using an iron to kosher certain types of countertops? What is this new rumor about using an iron? They mean a clothing iron? Yeah, yeah, yeah clothing iron. Yeah, some people... Um, when you when you kosher a, a uh, countertops, you have to pour boiling water over every spot. Correct. And that's difficult because you know you only have a limited amount of water, and you don't want to you know you don't want to make a flood in your kitchen. So one of the uh, options that people have is they can pour the water on and then sort of iron over it, go over each spot with the iron, so that you have oh without the iron water. actually being on. No, no, oh, yeah, but the, no, the on. iron is on. The purpose is to replace the hot rock. You to could keep just, the water hot. Exactly. You're going to boil the water on the counter by going over the water with the... So the iron. way you're describing it, it's not as crazy as I thought. No, you, you, you could use a lot less water this way. Because after all, it's well, Pesach. You use a lot less water, and, it, and the idea is you want it to keep the status of a clearishon, so you have that hot source of the iron and spreading When the did water. this start, by the way? Who was the first one to come up with the iron the thing? Iron? Oh, I got to know. Procter and Gamble. No, no but seriously. Who, who was the first one that said... We could silence. no. Who's the first one to come up with this idea of, of using it for kashering the countertops? Someone must have. I mean, this this must have been a good a, idea. This must have been a shtick that idea. went viral. Right. It's sort of like you know how how in Israel right. the yeshiva boys use an iron to to warm up the pizza, right? Yeah, that's actually an interesting question. You know, if you used it for your pizza, now you can taka! use it. <laughs> wow, taka! You ever see that? Yeah, I have a question that's about a sh- that. You know, there is there is this spray that they use for shirts that. Could starch. be kidney you know, or starch, right? It starch. It might. It's not even good. It's chametz. So that iron. Could you still use that iron? To- oh, oh, Jay's onto something. I, when Iron Gate is discussed years <laughs> from now, it'll be Jay Booksbaum's revelation that started it. Rabbi Gersten, is there even a response to Mister Booksbaum's contention? Yeah, uh, interesting point. But the, the truth is, as long as the iron is clean and it hasn't been used with starch in 24 hours, mm. then it, it would be fine to use. Yeah, the yeah but it's Arab, it, it's Arab Pesach. Chances are it has been used with the 24 hours. <laughs> Just don't use it with starch. So they actually, they actually take a slice of pizza, which is a triangle, and they put it on an iron and plug the iron in and heat it up. And with the cheese, and then it the starts out raw, or they're uh, reheating it. You know, no, they're, they're reheating, reheating a slice heating. of pizza. That's great. Yeah. You've never heard of that? By Almond Yisrael. You, no, ha- no, you no, have no, yeshiva no. boys in your family, and you never heard of that practice? No. We used to boil uh, in yeshiva. We boiled eggs in paper cups. We learned how to do that. But I, this one this one is, no, that's new to me. Uh, I have to tell you. And our yeshiva Since when do yeshiva boys have irons? <laughs> that's what I want to know. Very good, Larry. Very good. <laughs> they buy irons due to kosher. Exactly. <laughs> that's why they buy it. Exactly. Like buying a sandwich maker. Who's got the iron? Who's got the sandwich maker this Awful year? Iron. Uh, two one two five two nine four six twenty. You're on the air with our panel. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Lemon Perrier. Lemon Perrier. Anybody have a comment on that? We have a comment about those who drink Lemon Perrier. If, if it's flavored, I, I'm not sure if it's in the OU magazine or not. Yeah, I mean, you, the OU says just plain water is basically the only thing that's without. You know, once you're having any additives into the water, then it should have a shkacha for Pesach. Wow. 
purpose because sometimes it can even be an issue of hummets of uh, the alcohols going into the flavoring. So you know, there's even casual uh, pesach water with that flavor. Sure. Yeah, because you don't know, you know, what you can rely on these days. Watch out for the copper positives. Um, I use an item. This listener writes by a company called DoTerra. They have peppermint and lemon extract. You put it in water. We 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 did that. We did that one already. Is that good or bad? Not so good. What did we say? No good. Put it away for a week. Rabbi sell it. Yeah. Put it's it away and sell it. it. You know, it was some sort of an oil that they were putting into. Destroy it. Smash it with a hammer. What do you think? You just just put, put it, it away. Burn it with the hummus. <laughs> what should we do with it? It's in, at worst, it's probably kidneys. <laughs> just put it away. Green Mountain K cups. You know anything about those? Yes. Yeah, so there's a whole list on the uh, in, in the OU guide Green and Mountain, also yeah, page 63 in the guide. Green Mountain. Uh, Which ones are have been looked at and are fine for Pesach? Why has Chanel makeup, according to this listener, been excluded from all Pesach books this year? Anybody know? Chanel. C H A N E L. It says here. What? I'm sorry. It's a makeup. So it says. I mean, if this person on the app uh, is written accurately, Chanel. that's what it is. Chanel. Anybody know why that's been? Uh, not been on any list. Well, you know, if the company isn't forthcoming with the information for whoever's putting together these lists, then they just exclude it. So it just could be that, you know. Well, most of these makeups are really not a problem anyway. It's not, it, if it's not Royal Achille. If it's a pourable, then you have to begin to ask. But if it's a hard, hardened makeup, um, it's really not a problem because it's just not, not edible. 212-529-4620, you're on the air. Hi. Hi, good morning. Thank you for the service you provide to the community, first of all. Thank you very much. Um, uh, just about the iron thing, isn't there a possibility of electrocution, God forbid, if somebody uses an iron with water? Uh, I mean, it, it, it sounds like there may be a risk of, of electrocution because water and electric usually don't mix well. Yeah, I, I'm, I, obviously a person has to be careful, but irons usually even have a water right. um, spray, spray. So, I, I, you know, if it just is, uh, you know, as long as you're not you know, flooding your counter, you should be okay. I know what I need to do. I need to add a scientist to our panel. We need a sixth person in our panel now. Somebody who's able to, and I'm being, I'm only half joking, because that was a very good point that the listener made. You got to be very, very, in general, when it comes to costuming for Pesach, oh, there are yeah. so many things that can go terribly wrong, and so many accidents that can occur. Everyone yeah, should just really the be other right. way. Also, I just mentioned people going with the boiling water, you know, without any hot stone and want to hit every spot and are flooding. You know, it's also, right. it's also a big danger. Uh, Rebelsky's in front of the bracha used to always say, even though it can be kashered, he would say cover it. He'd say it's right. just not worth it. Yeah, that's that was, right. Why don't people just cover it? Well, well they don't about? have your gorgeous marble countertop. That's I what. guess, but uh, still, are they worried that there's real hummus still in there that has to be eliminated? Maybe. Well, what do you mean? What do you mean? Of course. No, what I'm saying is, there's the option of cleaning it and covering it, right. and then there's the option of cleaning it and then going through this entire process to kosher it. So I'm saying, what's the question of whether it's worth the the effort? Right. Uh, but if you can, if you do it right, why not? No, it definitely can be done, but, you know, it just, it was always his recommendation. I remember every time he would speak about it, he'd always end off and say, you know, but it just doesn't have the Pesach look to the kitchen when you walk in and the, and the counters aren't covered. That's correct. That's if, there's no, if there's not enough aluminum foil around, it doesn't After look like that. After all, it is Pesach. Right? After all, it is Pesach. You need that aluminum foil. Speak- I've, I've, I've heard that they, even for mica now, they're saying that it's made out of plastic. Um, they came... No, did you hear anything about formica and like, not having? always a plastic type of product. right. So does that have to be covered, or can that be kashered? I'm let Rabbi Gersten answer. The OU has a policy regarding pla- the synthetics. Yeah, the the policy of the OU is if there's a strong need, then one can kasher the hard plastics. Um, but again, you know, I don't know that covering, uh, you know, that that kashering a counter is a strong need. So it comes up more by the Keurig. Machine. Let me ask you, Rabbi Gersten, if you have if w- 
if you, let's say, don't cash your, your countertops and you just put on some kind of layer of aluminum foil, mm -hmm. are you really accomplishing anything through that? Because now you're having hot uh, hummets on top of, uh, of, I'm sorry, hot Pesach product over here. It's, uh, it, can it not absorb, even though you have this layer in between, but can it not absorb, could they cleap with some small amount of the hummets through the aluminum? No, because as long as it's dry in between, then we have... Take there is nuggets There's two layers that yeah. without any liquid in between. Oh, two layers. Then, okay. You know, so you know, um, a single layer of aluminum foil is fine. People want to put two layers down, put a paper layer and a plastic layer or something, but even one layer is fine. You know, contact paper. What do we do in the bookspam house? Twelve layers? No, we have a we have a cover. You know, like a plastic uh, corrugated. Right. I'm doing whatever Jay does. And, and you know what? We we cut it once from year to year, and right. it lasts, and it's it's, and we put it away. Rabbi Schoenfeld agrees with me. I'm doing whatever Jay does. He <laughs> says yes. That's the way to go. That's the way to go. That's what they do at the book spam house. It's good enough for me. Jay Drugs, could you remind everybody? Such a wonderful um, uh, uh, courtesy and uh, service to the community that Larry and Ronnie are here every single year to brief us on all these questions. And by the way, if we did do all the app comments right now, you guys would be busy probably until 11 o'clock. It's insane how many medications are on there. We'll try to get to them. Remind everybody where all the J-Drug locations are and where they could find you this week if they have questions about Pesach. Sure. It's uh, J-Drugs, 1205 Avenue J on Avenue J and East 12th Street. We have J-Drugs 2. Um, that's on 34th, uh, 3402 Avenue N, which is the corner of East 34th and Avenue N in Marine Park, which, by the way, is a booming neighborhood. Uh, more Jews are moving in there. Can I know It's It's a, a very nice shift of uh, Yiddishkeit coming into the area. And then we have one in Sheeps of Bay, Kings Bay Chemist, on the corner of Avenue W and Nostrand Avenue. If they would like to email their Kashrut questions at jdrugs um, at gmail.com, we have a website jdrugsrx.com is a website. You can put uh, comments and questions into the website also. And, of course, our phone number, uh, 718-258-6686. Um, the staff is, um, you don't have to ask for me, but uh, most people do. But um, the staff is uh, capable and familiar and, uh, you know, Baruch Hashem, a lot of questions come in. But the best way is send out an email um, or on the website, uh, both of them is uh, is good. Uh, I'd like to give a shout-out to all my hardworking staff, um, Baruch Hashem, and my son, who's right now in the store now listening. So, uh, Andrew, hello, and uh, hello to his bunny. <laughs> by the way, speaking of listening, or by Grumberg, who you remember, your predecessor in this segment. You remember Grumberg or vague, Gr vague recollection? Rabbi Grumberg. Rabbi Grumberg was listening last week. In fact, he asked us on the app about you on his way from some obscure city in China to Beijing on a train. He couldn't believe that Wi-Fi service was listening to the show on that journey. So best regards to my Grumberg. Are you out there? You're listening? I hope he's listening. I hope he's uh, taking careful notes about some of the psaket you're giving over the air. Yeah, right, uh, he's been in China now for about 15 years. He learned one wow. word in the owl. <laughs> That's it? There's nothing else? That's all you need to know, huh? Yeah, I mean, hello, goodbye, how are you? Uh, hi, you're on the air with our panel. Good morning. Good morning, uh, Devar Leitner here. I just want to say I am enjoying your all your one-liners. Everybody has a great sense of humor. Thank you. I am enjoying the show, and thank you for the idea of warming up a pizza with an iron. I really appreciate that. <laughs> That's the takeaway from the show. <laughs> That's what we got. got a lot of things from this show. Thank you. <laughs> you know, my father used to say that he would give this fire and brimstone sermon on Shabbos, right? And, you know, really let the community and congregation have it. 
And at some point during the sermon, he mentioned some Time Magazine article. So someone would come up afterwards, oh, Rabbi, where's that Time Magazine article? All the other stuff, all the other stuff you don't want to follow up on, you know? <laughs> so what did we learn from the Pesach show? How to make a pizza out of iron. I like that. Uh, for the first-time dog owner, any recommendations on what to feed the dog, Rabbi Schoenfeld? Dogs. Yeah. Get well, to the dog got, section of, got, your, of your list. Uh, Alpo Chop House Originals. I'll tell you the truth. Um, Rabbi um, Yalkut from the Pole Tzedek, uh, the shul in, in Pittsburgh, yeah. put out a whole list of pet food lists. But you can also, if I may, uh, refer you to the uh, Star K website. Just just Google it and look. you'll find uh, the, the uh, pet food list. It, he put out a Yalkut on the... Rabbi Yalkut. Put out uh, a Yalkut on pets. Put out Yalkut. <laughs> you like <laughs> that, huh? <laughs> right. And, uh, right. So, um, but anyway, you can go to I the waited Star three K minutes to make that and, joke, and, and you'll find the whole, <laughs> the whole extensive list of pet foods. I, I could sit here and, and give you a whole long list. Well, of, give us the top two. What do they have there? Alpo Chop House Originals. That's good. That's all you need. Prime rib flavors. Wow. Better than that you. dog's going to have a great pace, I'll tell you that much. Blue Freedom Grain Make free. sure he has some of the Tums. <laughs> <laughs> make sure, make the sure. Not the chewy one. Not <laughs> right. the chewy one. Not the milk ones. Exactly. Lieber's, according to this listener, has a kosher Pesach maple syrup. All right. Oh, there so go. there you Thank go. You. Thank you. Thank you, listener Sandy. You solved that problem. Sugar coated Advil. There's sugar coated Advil tablets. Well, the coating on it is. There's a coating on on all the ibuprofen products, and I don't think it's uh, sugar as per se. The it's uh, the shiny coating. Can you use it on Pesach? Yes, you can. Uh, Align probiotic capsules. Can you use them on Pesach? Uh, again, that's a kidneyous product. If you have mm. stomach issues, that you must have it. Uh, the rabbis here would say yes. Um, but again, it's kidneyous, and if it's for medical necessity, then yes. If you're just taking it um, because you know this is what you're doing on a general basis, then uh, do with that for eight days. Here's an interesting one. Does the fan above the stove need to be covered with foil? Rabbi Gersten. <laughs> um, it, it really, it could be just cleaned out, but uh, you know, uh, in my home we cover it. Um, I, you know, it if it's, it's really... a fan, then that's it. Then you just don't use the fan. Yeah, you could just not use it. Right, it doesn't need to be covered. You could just clean it out. Uh, I guess the concern is, that, you know, theoretically enough steam gets up there, and maybe something might drip back down into your food. So that's the. And of course, you wow. know, it's all. Uh, could be and I thought it was a humorous PC. question. It was—it's not humorous. You no, really no, do I do. Yeah, I do cover I, it. Wow. It sucks in all the chametz from right. the steam. It, it could be. An issue. After all, it's Pesach. It's Pesach. Can I ask Rabbi Gerstin a question? Uh, yes, Rabbi Shalom, go right ahead. Are you next on the list? Yes, you're next. Go right okay. ahead. I was asked this yesterday <laughs> by a particular woman, and um, I'm wondering how you would answer to this, based on what you said before about the aluminum foil. She said she uses a crock pot every Shabbos, but she has a plastic liner of those bags. Her, plot, her crock pot remains spotless because of that bag liner. Can she use that same ceramic pot, a crock pot to cook stew on, on Pesach without koshering? It can't be koshered. It's ceramic. Yeah, in that case, I would, I would not recommend it. Whoa. No, I mean, you know, even it's though, Pesach. Yeah, even though in, Pesach. Theory, in theory, uh, it's correct. You know, it's always. Unfortunately, Rabbi Schoenfeld prepared the Pesach chant in that thing. <laughs> you know, I just can't believe. <laughs> he's, he's looking for a hetter now. Never. <laughs> Actually, I told the lady it's no good, but I was just. Wow. Yeah, no, I would yeah. agree with that. You know. That's going a little bit too far to, you know, mm. I, I always cook inside of a bag, and therefore it comes up also that people want to know what these new machines are called uh, sous vide. Right, the sous vide correctly. Machine. And they always say, well, you know, it's always inside of a bag. Right. Even though it's a little bit different, there's cooks in water. Come on, in it's the, Pesach. Yeah, so, but, you know, if, 
it's something you could talk about in the base measures, you know, interesting. Right. But, you know, no, it's not for Pesach. Someone told me that they are making their cholon this Shabbos in the, uh, in the living room. That they're putting the crock pot, you know, on some table in the living room, too, because their kitchen is already kosher of I've been eating out of the living room the whole week. You've been eating out of the living room the whole week? You've been displaced well, from, from your normal routine? <laughs> Rabbi Schoenfeld, I feel terrible. Well, it's the dining room adjacent to the... We don't use the kitchen. The kitchen's closed for a That's man. it? Until Monday night? <laughs> right. Until you start checking the romaine lettuce? No men allowed, right? <laughs> wow. That's real. How about you, Jay? You're still able to eat or not? My wife has had the kitchen <laughs> off off limits for almost two weeks. Wow. Starts us. Boy, oh boy, I'll tell you. It's rough out there. Your wife has my wife beat. That's good. <laughs> you, win the comp- you win the family competition <laughs> next time a topic comes up. Uh, 212-529-4620 is the number. By the way, I wanted to mention, as we uh, do traditionally each and every year, <clears throat> Rabbi Schoenfeld is more than anxious to meet everybody at Six Flags uh, down in Jackson, New Jersey on Thursday, Cholamoid. You'll be down there, Bezrat Hashem. At the free fall. Uh, I don't know what the ride is called now. Traditionally, we we ask you to be one of those who bungee jumps, bungee jumps and you've yeah. enjoyed that over the years. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because you, before you arrived, I was actually threatening Rabbi Gerson that he'd be the bungee jumper this year. So <laughs> lucky enough for him, you showed up. <laughs> New Jersey NCSY goes to Six Flags on Thursday of Cholamoid. They'll be open until 8 o'clock. Not bad, huh? Purchase your tickets, discounted, of course. Go to ncsygreatadventure.com, ncsygreatadventure.com. And I have great news for both of the rabbis and for everybody on our panel. This year at 3 o'clock, Benny Friedman and Mordechai Shapiro are going to be singing at Great Adventure. What do you think of that? That's really great. Is that nice? That's Benny Friedman nice. and Mordechai Shapiro. That's really nice. So, Mordechai Shapiro's in our neighborhood. He's a wonderful fellow and a, and a talented voice. Is he a chazan in one of the synagogues or not? No, he uh, you know, keeps to himself. He lays low. Lays low. Good guy. Very, very fine. But fellow. a young superstar, you would say. I would say. Yep. Wow. And you know your Jewish music. Definitely. I listen so, to JM and the AM. How could so I not? if you're giving an approbation for a gentleman like Mordechai Shapiro, uh, he must be a number one star. The Birnbaums are going to be where? In Florida for Pesach? Yeah, Mietz Hashem will be in Florida. They're going to be inundated with Jewish music concerts. They, there's always performers coming down to Florida. Oh, yeah, it's wonderful down there. Boy, oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And hopefully we're going to be in Disney World on uh, on uh, Thursday. Wait um, a second. Is there a Koshla Pesach stand in Disney World? What actually, we I understand that they can arrange, there will be Koshla Pesach food there. Nice. I, I heard wow. that. I'll tell um, you. And uh, I'm looking forward to taking my granddaughters there, Charlotte and Sonia, to uh, Disney World for their first trip. And Dressed up as Cinderella, or they haven't indicated yet if they're going to be doing that? She has so many costumes. I have no <laughs> clue what she's going to be dressed as. Which one? It. it the girl amazes me, so I have no idea. All right, but we shouldn't worry. Larry and Ronnie taking care of kosher Pesach food down in Disney World. That's good. There'll also be kosher Pesach food at Six Flags, courtesy of NCSY. Um, that'll be happening uh, at one specific place in the park. So you're all you're all set, Rabbi. Do the bungee jump before you go for the kosher Pesach food. Take my <laughs> advice, okay? That would be a much better idea. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Uh, uh, hi, this is a question for Rabbi Schoenfeld. Yes. Um, I, I'm, I'm sorry to cover this earlier. I, uh, I've only been listening for the last 20 minutes. But uh, a friend of mine, like Yossi, I'll give him a shout-out, he, he raised an issue to me that, uh, that I actually never thought of that I'm concerned might be an issue. I get my, my uh, shirts for Pesach. I get them very, very heavily starched. And I'm just concerned that if, you know, whatever, my, my shirt touches the soup or that it, it, is the starch that they put in shirts, is that, is that Hummet starch? What do you say, Rabbi? Well, I, I got to tell you, it, as ludicrous as it sounds, and I get this child every year from a particular fellow, my wife usually handles that call. When he calls, <laughs> she says, as long as you don't eat your shirt, they're okay. 
But um, I'll eat my shirt. <laughs> but really, it has origins. In fact, uh, in the Mission Brew refers to that starch as krachmal, krachmal, which is some kind of a starch. So um, if the krachmal really does come off the shirt and it's visible, or you're running your finger across, you can detect it, you might have a problem. Uh, but if the krachmal does not, if, you, if, if the starch is, starch is just totally absorbed into the shirt, um, and there's not, no, nothing visible or detectable that comes out, you, you're okay. But like my wife is right. As long as you don't eat it. If you're on it. Facebook Live, you can see Roy Schoenfeld is totally serious about this, by the way. Um, by the way, I was hesitating about asking this question, but now that you've answered that one, I'm going to ask this one. This listener writes, Nahum, I have a question for the panel. I have a sock filled with rice, like a homemade bean bag, that I heat up in the microwave and use for achy muscles like a heating pad. Is it problematic for kidneys or any other reason to warm it up in my koshered microwave on cholamoid if I need it for aches? What Very do you good. think? Well, kidneys is not a problem to you. To, you lot have, I know, you lot have derived benefit uh, from, from kidneys as far as affecting the oven. Personally, I, I don't think so. It's, it's in a bag, right? It's, it's in, in a bag. sock. It's in a sock. Yeah, maybe they should put it into a Ziploc bag. Before they put it into the microwave. Right. That way it won't, uh, you know. But it's that kidneys. That way the, and, yeah. the Ziploc is going to melt. There's a lot of products. I mean, she's, you know, went the uh, the inexpensive way, the recommended way. But there are a lot of products like hydroculators that have sand in it. So that you heat up a microwave, etc. You can boil it. Um, and there's a lot of these uh, plastic things actually look like little beads. And that they... Um, that there's no question about it, and those are microwavable, and you could use it for heating pads or chillant if you need something cold. Are they available at J Drugs? Absolutely. Retail value? Uh, not expensive. It depends on the size, but the six dollars, you know, go. and up. There you go. Wednesday morning, Pesach Products program here at JM and the AM, taking a lot of the material in the last few minutes off of our app. Uh, most chocolate, most chocolate has. I, I'm I'm not even sure how to read that. Um, we asked about the fan above the stove. Hearts of palm. Black olive rings. Both are KLP. They have citric acid. Can they use them? Do you understand that question? What's KLP? I don't know. What is KLP? There is kosher pesach citric acid. So that's, you know, the fact that it has citric acid in itself is not a... An indicator of yeah. it being chametz. Is Maybelline lipstick okay? Maybelline's in the book. Face cream. Um, are there Koshula Pesach face creams? They're all Koshula Pesach. Denture cleaners. Are there Koshula Pesach denture cleaners? That yes. is an interesting question. Oh, really? Which ones yeah. are not? We finally got one. Go ahead. The fix a dents are fine. Is it good? Yeah, yeah. somebody asked me yesterday. Yeah, fix a dent, the poly dent are in the book. Oh. Yes. Uh huh. Okay, good to know. Children chewable Allegra. Anybody? Um, I would say that's fine. Malox and Nexium. Malox and Nexium are fine. This listener writes, Gold Baum's Almond Flour has a CRC Pesach certification. Ah, they're, they're, they're telling us. Remember, because that question Correct. came in earlier. That's what I'm saying. Okay, that's good to know. So that's the answer to that one. Okay. Listerine Breath Strips. Did we do this one today yet or not? Oh. Anybody have a comment on Listerine Breath Strips? I, 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 I thought I it, that every year. I don't know what to say. I tell people to call. It used to be the Chaf K was involved. It's still the Chaf K on it. Uh-huh. Still Chaf K. Um, I think in past years they did not recommend it for Pesach, but you really should right. call the Chaf K. And yeah. They're at Bay Basin, Teaneck, New Jersey. Right. All the reg- regular Listerine products are fine, like the spray, but they 
purposely leave out the uh, the mints and all the you know in yeah, the Cholol right, book. Yeah. It's left out. So I don't know, uh, and but it's not left in and saying it's chametz. It's just not there. So mm-hmm. next year we'll get the same question. Yeah. Well, that we know. Um, no diet coke questions we'll this year, guys. Amazing. In general, do you have to clean all your toys? This listener wants to know. Obviously, toys that have real food stuck to them, we know about. Rabbi what Gersten, about? I think Rabbi Gersten should address uh, Play-Doh. It's a very important issue. But uh, toys, you have to clean like anything. But uh, but I think it's very important. What's with Play-Doh? What's to say oh, about Play-Doh? Um, uh, Rebelsky held that Play-Doh is chametz. Um, he, has in, he wrote about it in, in his Sefer, uh, Shulchan Alevi. Uh, what's in it? What's flour in Play-Doh? And water. It's flour, yeah, it's flour, water, and then they put in some... Really? Yeah. We used to, in nursery, flour, in kindergarten, I remember making Play-Doh. Flour, water, salt, and then coloring. That was, that was Play-Doh. You, you know. made it from scratch? Yeah, literally. So uh, what do we do? We sell it with the hummus? Yeah, sell it with the hummus, exactly. Our minig was we don't keep Play-Doh at all. We don't, we don't sell it with the hummus. We actually throw it out and buy a new supply after Pesach. <laughs> that was our custom. Would that be wrong? That's great. <laughs> That's a good idea, right? That's a great we were very careful in our home growing up, Rabbi Schoenfeld. All the stories you hear are true. Really? Oh, yeah. very, very strict. Um, wow, I can't believe that. That's interesting. Someone says here, remember to tovel the iron before heating your pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's good. Every year it gets better and better. Does baby food need a special KLP, Koshala Pesach Hashkacha? It sure does, yes. Uh, what, what about the your, your people ask me with pureed carrots, let's say, at it, like what can be in there that possibly be hummets? Might be kidneys at the most. Well, I mean, a lot of the baby food companies also make real hummets. They make um, you know, oatmeal, oatmeal, oatmeal and you know all types of things, and they can use the same equipment, same cookers, same. I'm stuff. laughing because I just suspect that this listener on the app, uh, especially because I think he has a reputation for this, is 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 uh, joking around with us. But he asks the following: Good morning. The ethanol in gas. Is corn-based kidneys? Do I have to do hagala inside my gas tank, or is emptying the gas tank and refilling it with non-ethanol gas? Uh, he, 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 he does have to cash out the gas he tank. He has to cash out in Queens. In Queens, they all know there's a lineup for the guys who clean out the gas tanks. I'll tell you. He should pour it over himself first. You know. And Rabbi Schoenfeld, as you pointed out in the past, there's nothing wrong with having a good time and a little bit of fun with all these Pesach preparations. After all, after all, it's it's required and it's a difficult task for many. But if you could joke around, it makes it go a little easier, right? Especially for us men who work so hard. Exactly. I have to make sure to justify why I'm laughing at all these jokes today. Aspartame, is it kidneyos or not? There we go. Rabbi Gersten. What do we say about aspartame? Well, the OU makes a special uh, Karshla Pesach run of aspartame. Uh, it is made from uh, corn syrup originally, um, but because of the process it goes through, we consider it to be nishtanas. It means it changes. Uh, it goes through many different fermentation steps and becomes a totally different uh, chemical. So the OU does certify uh, special aspartame for Pesach, but the regular aspartame should not be used. Um, you need it to be with special Karshla Pesach. Uh, I'm just looking for it now, but I know that they have a uh, discussion of of aspartame. Uh, Yes, it's on page 15, and right above it is, um, uh, I'm sorry, right above it is the discussion on Play-Doh, page 15. How do you like that? Um, I'm being serious about this. Ravelsky of Blessed Memory was part of the, what we would call, ultra panel, super panel of rabbis, a very small panel 
of rabbis who were consulted on the most serious of issues, correct? Sure. Uh, it, it was him and Rav Shechter, Havdol Ben Chaim Lachaim, who were essentially sure. always consulted with the OU. Is, is that role now exclusively Rav Shechter's, or are there others that have been asked to participate? Right. So, I mean, Rabbi Ganek has this uh, difficult, uh, you know, position of filling, of refilling those shoes, right. which he hasn't really been able to completely do. But he's instead he's uh, assembled a sort of a panel of different um, different rabbanim that he goes to. Um, so, for instance, Rav Asher Weiss from Eretz Yisrael right. has become now one of the uh, go-to people for uh, for you know when we have you know something that we want to have. A unanimous uh, opinions about. We want to make right. sure that everybody's on the same page. You'll include just, him in the process. Exactly. Yeah. There's others also that he's used. So that's. Uh, wow. And of course, uh, and of course, Rav Schechter continues course, yes. that role as you would suspect. Hi, you're live on the air. Good morning. Hello, you're live on the air. Good morning. Sorry about that. Still have that trouble with that line. It's driving me crazy. An aluminum urn that I use throughout the entire year. What would you recommend? You know, so that's an excellent question because it really depends on how a person uses their urn throughout the year. Uh, for instance, in my house, we'll warm up our challahs on top of the urn. You know, we want to have warm challahs oh, for right. Shabbos. You know, so if a person uses it like that, then I wouldn't recommend using it on Pesach at all. You know, it would be just too difficult to capture. Some people say, no, I just have it in the corner. It's only used for water. I never do anything else with it. Then I'd say, um, you know, obviously empty it out, fill it with hot water, bring it to a boil, you know, open the spout, and while the hot water is coming out, I would take a, uh, take from like a, a uh, uh, you know, a tea kettle or something and pour it over the spout, and that's about all you need. Right. So it really depends. It could be, you know, either not usable at all or the easiest thing, depending on how you use your urn. Uh, one recommendation from Facebook Live, maybe the listener with the rice in a sock can swap out the rice for quinoa. After all, that's been a big replacement <laughs> in general, right? Uh, then someone asked about baby formula. It's always a kidneyous issue, right? The traditional baby formulas use the bathroom sink, separate right. utensils, right? That's always the yes. the recommendation. Right, right. And in the OU uh, magazine, oh, yeah. we have a list of the baby formulas. It's almost all of them are on there, uh, but just a person should double-check to make sure that they're on page 100 of the guide. It lists about 100 different infant formulas that are acceptable. All right, we'll try to do some more as we do our <clears throat> last few minutes. Hi, you're live on the air. Good morning. Yes, good morning. Uh, can Jay speak about the if there's still Kedem used to make a, a low-cal wine? I don't see it in the Yes, Concord Cal. Is that no, the one you mean, cow, the Concord? It was called low-carb low, low wine. Yeah. Um, I don't what? see it around in the stores. I went to several stores. I'm not aware of it. They used to sell it, and they said that... I mean, last year you saw it still? Last year it was a problem getting it. Yeah, I I am not... That's a good question, and I don't think it's available anymore. The no. Concord Cal has essentially replaced it. I mean, that's what. We, no, what he's talking about really is both low sugar and low alcohol. Right. And um, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think it's available anymore. Is there still an organic grape juice? Yes, there is. It's called Kedem Estate Eshkol Ruby Red Organic. There's also it's very limited, but uh, you know you might be able to find it. Um, somebody, you know, the, the app and all of our other 2017 methods of communications allows for immediate responses by our listeners on certain things and reaction, of course, which we're including. So a listener on the app says, the Kasha to gas tank, Mahadra bit of Mahadra, what, what must you support? <laughs> I'll tell you, that's one of the benefits of this new system that we get these immediate reactions from people. Uh, can you use bags of ice from a regular supermarket on Pesach? Now, I know, after all, it's Pesach. Maybe you shouldn't, but 
In in reality, I guess one yeah, could, it should be fine. Yeah. One could buy a bag of ice. Um, all varieties of toothpaste. We discussed that. The only one that of the major brands that you spoke about with the question mark was Crest. Right. Otherwise, people can go ahead and be a uh, and be more confident about those. Uh, obviously, try to use a um, new tube and a new toothbrush. This listener says, speaking about immediate reaction in a humorous way, where can one get their shirts heavily starched? That's what they want to know. If this is a problem, it means they're actually getting them heavily starched somewhere. Anybody on the panel have a recommendation? Local China is is there a dry cleaner you'd like to plug on the air? Washi, remember that? <laughs> yes, I remember that. Um, what else do we have here? Uh, give me a second because I'm just going through the entire list of different things that we have here. Golden Taste Eggplant. They take out the soy for Pesach. I guess this is also a response. Why is there soy? What do you mean? What is it? it sounds like it's eggplant. There's eggplant. I guess it's something there that has, it's a product that normally contains soy. Well, we mentioned earlier right. that, that there is soy, and you said if there's soy in it, and then, then obviously, obviously it's kidneys. kidneys. Right. Yeah. But saying, this listener says that on this variety of golden taste, I guess the eggplant one, there is no soy for the Pesach one. All right, that would be good. And if it's accurate, certainly a good piece of information. Uh, for the J-Drugs folks, Polygrip, good for Pesach or not? Yes, right. no problem. So you could use that. Um, listener Ilana wants to know, do you really need to kosher or cover sink faucets in the kitchen sink, Rabbi? Um, I'm not sure what she means by the faucet. She means the the actual spout, I the guess. Spout no? where the water comes out. Yeah, so that should be kashered as well. You pour the water over it. Um, you know, there's a, even an easier. Um, you know, you can actually take the pot of water that you with the you know off the stove, and you can actually just you know pull it, push it up against the right. and immerse the faucet into it, and then you know you'll definitely cover all the areas that way. Um, but if she means the, the uh, you know, you're turning on the faucet, the handles, that, you know, there's no need right. to cash that. And then, of course, once you've washed all the rags uh, before Pesach, take one of them and wrap the water faucet, uh, you know, with that rag, right? For the, for the filter you're talking about? No, for the actual faucet, right? Don't you have to have a... Uh, a shmata? A shmata, right. You, you take a shmata and you, and you actually wrap the faucet in the shmata. Don't tell me that that was not a tradition in the Schoenfeld house. And I've, and I've, actually, and I've actually eaten in your home? <laughs> You, the copal pot, that's what you told me. About. No, what happens with the with the faucet? People don't want to keep the faucet the way it generally is. They add something to it, correct? Yeah, sometimes people take off the filter. Right, they'll either the, take off the filter. Yeah, put a new one on. Or in okay, some so. case, I remember in the old days, they used to have like a, a some type of rubber component they would put on, uh, to, to to which had a filter at the bottom of that, so it would be a new filter mm -hmm. for Pesach, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You're live on the air. Good morning. Good morning, all. Thank you. It's Barry. How are you? Um, are you? I, I appreciate this. this is a great, great, great conversation. Thank you. Um, trivia or trivia replacement? Excuse me? Truvia. Truvia. The sweetener? The sweetener? Truvia. Do we know anything about it? I don't know if there's any Kushla Pesach of Truvia. I'm not sure. We don't. It's a plant product. It yeah. comes from a plant, but. I don't know how they extract it, what they do. Yeah. We don't know the answer to that one. Stumped. All right. I appreciate, that. Um, I appreciate that. Let me let me give you and all of our listeners the OU hotline because a question like that, when they have more time to deal with it, likely will have an answer. Uh, the OU hotline is 212-613-8241. That's 212-613-8241 for any information. Is there any Koshula Pesach over-the-counter fiber pills? Do we know of any fiber pills that are Koshula Pesach? 
Anybody? Yeah, the, um, yeah, the Metamucil capsules are fine. Okay, and I think the Fibercon is, uh, was also good. There is a baby formula, according to this listener, that is Chalav Yisrael, Koshla Pesach, which comes out of England. If you want to check it out in some of the uh, kosher supermarkets, they have it. Okay, that's a good tip for the uh, parents out there. Um, what else do we have? Final questions. Rabbi, you want to say something? No. Um, give me a second here. This is not a Pesach question, but this listener has been researching and wants to know if there are any glucose tablets that have a hashkacha that are sold in the United States. Rabbis, do you have any clue outside of Pesach? No? Don't know? I don't know about glucose tablets, no. I am going to again give the phone number at the OU. These are the type of questions that they take all day long, and they have a lot more time to research it than Rabbi Schoenfeld or Rabbi Gersten have right now. But they're talking glucose tablets in case of emergency for a diabetic patient who, you know— Right. To go into shock, you know, if his uh, sugar drops too low, I imagine that would be a pekuach nefesh issue, and I imagine he should right. keep if that around. Right. But if so someone wants to take him regularly the, and is concerned right. about the hashkacha, I guess that's the question. Yeah. Uh, and finally, Jolivet mini pills, manufactured by Intas. No problems. Enfamil. Again, formula, baby, and keep in sync. dental floss. Is there a kushla pesach dental floss, anybody? How can we Just get regular unflavored dental flosses? Fine. Are you sure, Rabbi? It's fine. Monday night, that matzah stuck in my <laughs> teeth. We can go for the uh, regular kosher pesach, or I should say, regular unflavored dental floss. And I think that that does it. Believe it or not, we have gone through oh, I don't know how many questions this morning, but a lot of them to say the least. Wishing everybody a happy, healthy, wonderful kosher and pesach, which begins on Monday night. A reminder as things really start to heat up that there is an OU hotline at 212-613-8241. J Drugs, not only can you walk into the three locations, you could also email and call them by doing what, Larry and Ronnie? J Drugs, um, J Drugs at gmail.com, J Drugs Rx at gmail.com. Go on the website. You could put questions over there, which is J Drugs Rx.com. Phone calls, walk in, uh, say hi. It's... uh, all three locations uh, are familiar and able to answer your questions. And Chag um, to everyone out there. Larry, Ronnie, thank you very much. Chag Sameach for all you do for the community, not just with the pharmaceuticals, but way beyond that as well. But Jay books. Oh, I'm sorry, Ronnie. What I would like to add sure. is that um, we also have to give you a tremendous shout out. Thank you. Because you provide the forum, the people like ourselves, to be able to help our community enhance our Yum Tov and I make it the special uh, Yum Tov that it is. So big, big shout out to Nachum and to our co-panelists. Thank, I you, thank you very you. much. And thank you for appreciating our senses of humor. <laughs> Jay Booksbaum, on behalf of all of us, we say to the people at Kedem and Royal Wine, and of course to the Booksbaum family as well. And is there a final word you'd like to say? I am the- so impressed. This is the first year that we're not in the terrestrial radio. Correct. And we have more questions <laughs> and more <laughs> things than ever. I mean, it, you know, yeah, I was very concerned reaction. about it, and yet the reverse seems to be true. This is a wonderful move you've made, and, and you should only have continued Hatzlacha with this. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that, and I think the instant reaction is really incredible, the way people comment, and especially in, in humorous fashion, about some of the things that we've mentioned on the air. Rabbi Gersten, I thank you very much. Thank you very much. I would just also um, point out there's a lot of information on the OU website. Um, oh, how do people get the magazine, right? You can get it on the website, right? 
You can actually download it, I believe. Yes, you can download right? it from the website. That's right. correct. Um, the website is ou-kosher.org or ou-passover.org. Either one will get you to the uh, OU website. And there's lots and lots of information on there. You could do product searches. You could do information about uh, cashering. Almost any piece of, of equipment you have in your kitchen will be on there. And um, you know. I thank you. Thank you. Rabbi uh, Ellie Gersten, not only a rabbinic coordinator, but also responsible for uh, for uh, archiving. Would that be the right yes, word? Yes, all of the all of the psak, the halachic decisions that emanate from the OU, especially in relation to uh, the area of kashrus. Rabbi Yoel Schoenfeld, where would we be without you, Rabbi Schoenfeld? You'd be with Mati Grunberg. <laughs> we would be. Uh, we would be with Rabbi Grunberg. That's right. But I want and Mati when he started, he was a one man show. Correct. correct. You didn't have. We all got these to a panel of five people, and thank God you did because the questions are so varied. Yeah, boy. And. Uh, and, uh, and I'm very appreciative of the fact that you've assembled the staff here because otherwise we'd be left. A lot, a lot of these issues, if we can't pass it off, uh, we're, uh, we have to make it up. Yeah. Thank, thank <laughs> God. Thank God we had experts who could actually answer the questions. Yes. Rabbi Schoenfeld, I thank you. Wish you a high kosher with some merci down at Six Flags. And when you clean that fish tank, think of us. Because after all, each year it's your responsibility to clean the fish tank for Pesach. Correct. Hasn't been done yet, correct? Nope, nope. I'm waiting for this Sunday, actually. You think this Sunday's a day, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. boy. I can see it now. Right after Akasha. The, you the, climbing the, into the, the fish tank, tank. <laughs> with that big sponge and getting the sides of the walls and all that stuff. It's going to be difficult. If you need help, Jay, by the way, has said he'll send over a family member to help you out. So We have a family member of his by us already. Oh, you do? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's all taken care of. Indentured servitude. That's what they call it. <laughs> Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSegal.com. I'm on the Nahum Segal Network and of course on our beloved NSN app.